after these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, where we bring you hot takes on commercial breaks. That's right, we are here to talk about TV commercials tonight. The good ones, and the bad ones, and the ones where people say weird shit like this. It tastes like purple. My name is Andrew Walsh, I'm here with Genevieve Has. Hello Genevieve. Hello Andrew. Welcome to the new studio, what do you think? I love it, this is my first time recording in the new studio. I think it sounds better. I'm sure it does. It's it's all soft wood and carpet. Exactly. So it should be a really, really good show since we're surrounded by soft wood and carpet. In fact, yeah. that is the theme for today. <laughs> all of these commercials that we're going to talk about are either about or for soft wood and carpet. No. Um, today's show, though... Was inspired by real life events. Um, Ripped from the headlines. Life got away from me today, Veeves. It was yeah, one of those same days. Here. It was one of those days where I was supposed to be responsible for producing the show sheet. I had all afternoon to do it, but one thing happened. Another yeah, thing. One happened. thing happened was that you went to Costco for the first okay, time. That'll turn any boy's head. Yeah, don't don't. I just had the idea during TBTL to go to Costco for lunch. I'd never even <laughs> set foot in a Costco before. It was my first it's time. It's the best deal around. You had signed us up for it. So I was like, okay, I'll go there. I'll get my membership card, which w- they were like waiting for me to show up so I could get my membership card. I mean, they weren't waiting for me. Well, I, I think they were. <laughs> let's be clear. When you walked in the door, did everyone go like, was it like cheers? Like, Andrew! This, well, it was, one guy looked at his watch and he's like, really? It's about time. <laughs> um, but I got my card. I'm like, okay, I'm just here for a hot dog and pizza. Um, Actually, I told the woman I'm here for lunch, and she said, oh, well, there's two ways you can do it. Some people just wander around and uh, get all the samples, or you can go to the food she court. She told you you can just yeah. get samples for I was lunch. like, I'm here for the food court. Thank or you, you can pay $1.50 for a hot dog and a drink. I ordered, I ordered, this isn't what we're here to talk about today. I ordered a hot dog and a soda. I told you Costco is my new religion. You can't buy them separately, a, a hot dog and a soda. I wanted two hot dogs, but then they were going to give me two sodas. <laughs> So I was like, okay, I'll buy one hot dog and one slice of pizza, which comes without a soda for some reason. I'm like, all right, so I'm ordering like... Their their menu is um, generously could be described as idiosyncratic. It really is. But anyway, then I go to pay and I wasn't really paying attention. It was $3.90 or something like that for a lunch that had me feeling full, if not well-nourished. If you tried to eat $10 worth of food at the Costco, Costco, you would die. Yeah, well, I can tell you what's $10 there, a full pizza. Anyway... That's not what we're here to talk about. <laughs> I did think about doing a show based on there must Costco be a Costco based podcast, right? Like oh, there must be surely there must be more than one. Yeah, um, but that was one thing that happened. There were some other things too that were a little bit more important than my hot dog. But um, what happened was we were supposed to start recording at around five. Around five thirty, I said, Genevieve, I haven't even started producing a show yet. I don't even have an idea for a show. And so I'm like, I got to do this fast, 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 fast. And then I start talking fast in my brain. Go, go fast. Do f-. I'm like, that's, that's it. That is our topic today. Commercials involving people who talk really, really quickly. What's cool. the very first thing you think of? Micro machines. Micro machines, right. And that guy who was the micro machine guy um, was in at least four different campaigns wow. or commercials throughout Utilizing the 80s his, and 90s his specific and 2000s talent. of fast talking. But it's not all about him either. We have some other commercials. He and Michael Winslow are like in a very small club together. Yeah, Winslow doesn't talk fast, right? He just makes the noises. Right, but you know what I'm saying, that right, they have yeah. like a very specific talent with their voices. Exactly. So it's actually a, it's a really fun show. We're going to begin with a couple of radio ads uh, from a campaign that I used to absolutely love. Um, so we're going to do that. I'm calling it a need for speed talking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and also, I don't even know what it's about, but you were putting together some um, emails and V-mails for later Boy, on the show. Boy, do we you, have some good feedback You today. just kept saying... This is the best. This is the best. Yeah. This is the best. So don't even tell us more. Just know that the ad counselors are bringing Folks, it. stick around because yeah. the ad council is bringing it this okay. week. Okay, so that's very exciting to hear. But let's begin with some speed talking. You're such a pretty boy. I can show you what to do when you do it. But you got to move back. Tonight. 
You know this song? I don't, but it was... You gave me the thumbs up I, when it was playing. I couldn't be happier with it. It it, it does everything that I love for some for our, our intro music to do, which is be on theme. Uh-huh. Have like a real 80s, like a real 80s vibe to it. Um, it yeah, it's perfect. Do you recognize the voice? I don't, but you know... Bonnie Tyler. Oh, she of Total Eclipse. Total Eclipse of the Heart. Yes, exactly. okay. Um, and once you hear it, you can really, yeah. or once you know it, you can really hear that voice. So I told you that we were going to begin today a little bit uh, breaking format here. We're not going to start with TV commercials. We're going to begin with a couple of radio commercials. Now, I don't know how many of these have been produced. Um, and I don't know if the campaign is still running, but I feel like I would hear these a lot during baseball games on AM radio or something on AM radio and these are for Jimmy John's. Yeah. Did you ever hear these oh, on like of course. Okay so these you would know, air on like it. pop music. Sure radio. like okay. I, there's only one way I would have heard it on the uh-huh. radio which is if it was on top 40 mm-hmm. um, but I for sure have heard these. These were ubiquitous. I, I don't think that they're on anymore or at least not anything that's like super mainstream because I'm not hearing it on um Move in 92. I love them so much because they remind me of old school radio. Like they tell a whole story. First of all, they're a minute long and they tell a whole story. And of course, Jimmy John's whole thing is we deliver your sandwiches fast, faster than the speed of night, as (laughs) Bonnie Tyler might say. Um, And actually, can I quickly tell you my Jimmy John story? Sure. I have very little experience with Jimmy John's. I've I went to one in the university district here in Seattle maybe two or three times in my life. That's it. That's all the times I've been to Jimmy John's. I like it. It just wasn't something I grew up with or they were, when I went when I first moved to Seattle and worked over in Bellevue, it was like for some reason it was like I guess because it was so fast and it was such a go go environment, it was often the thing that people would order in because they'd be like, you know, I gotta get this press release out. Yeah. Bring me a sandwich Super fast, Jimmy John, Jimmy John, Jimmy John. So it just it, be, it was sort of a cultural thing there. So I ate a lot of Jimmy Johns over there. The thing is, I didn't know that that was their thing, right? I just thought I don't know they're like Subway or whatever. I yeah. had no experience with Jimmy Johns. And the very first time I go in, and again, it's in the University District, so it's like young people. That one's gone there. now. Yeah, I know. It's, it's a sushi a burrito now. I know, which seems weird to me, but let's not get off track. Let's not have another um, Costco situation where... <laughs> I think that the sidetracks are the best part, honestly, of anything. Any any kind of endeavor, I think the sidetracks are the best part. But uh, It reminds me of a time when you and I were on a road trip. <laughs> right. Okay. So I walk into this Jimmy John's. It's my first time in there, and I order a sandwich, and I'm just expecting it to be like Subway service, which is generally fast or whatever, you know. But anyway, so I give him my order, and then I'm paying... Like, and within seconds, the sandwich, the custom ordered sandwich, because, uh, you know, I'm picky. I don't get, any, you know, and I think they make them all fresh anyway. He sets it down next to me and he says, here's your sandwich. And I said, no, no, no that's not mine. I just ordered it. He's like, <laughs> yeah, we're fast. That's what we do here. <laughs> like, I, And I don't remember necessarily being condescending. It was kind of matter of fact, but it was also kind of like. I don't know. There was just something about this moment. And then, of course. And that must have been a very satisfying moment for him. Yeah, I, I hope so. To be like so, like to be like in a commercial yeah. for their product. Because I'm paying one guy and then another guy is like kind of setting the sandwich down next to me while I'm paying the other guy. And I'm just like, oh, that's not mine. He's like, yeah, no, we're fast here. And then, of course, I mean, I think about this all the time whenever I see a Jimmy John's commercial because I'm the guy <laughs> I, I'm the guy like all of a sudden I just hear all these commercials we're fast we're sweetie fast 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 that's what we do we're Jimmy John's and I'm just like oh my god I went walked in there also it reminds me of the time around the same period by the way where there was a sandwich shop it wasn't a Jimmy John's but it was there was some sandwich shop that was right next to a Mongolian barbecue place uh-huh. and I thought I was walking into the sandwich shop but I walked into the <laughs> Mongolian barbecue place and I, I like I walked in, I was confused right away, and the guy hands somebody handed me a bowl or something. I'm like, I don't need a bowl, I'm here for a sandwich. He's like, No, you take the bowl, you put all this stuff in. I'm like, I don't want a bowl. And I was like, I don't want a bowl. And like I, I think I kinda stamped out of there or something. And then I later on I realized, oh, this is I the wa- worst quiznos I've ever been to. I actually think it might have literally been a been a quiznos. It's something on the Ave in the university district. Anywho, so for those who don't know, where have you been? But Jimmy John's advertises its very speedy service and they have these um 
little teleplays on the radio uh, between fast-talking people. One of them, I think this might be the beginning here. This uh, might be the origin story for this person who is applying for a job to be a Jimmy John's delivery driver, I believe. What's on your mind, kid? Make it fast. I'd like to work here at Jimmy John's World's Greatest Gourmet Sandwich Shop, sir. Why do you want to work at Jimmy John's, kid? I'm perfect for Jimmy John's. Doing what? Delivery. Delivery? Delivery. We deliver pretty faster at Jimmy John's. That's what I heard. What'd you hear? You deliver pretty fast here at Jimmy John's. Then you heard right. I'm a fast study, sir. You know the Jim John slogan? The Jimmy John slogan. Jim John slogan is sub so fast you'll freak. Sub so fast you'll freak is a swell slogan, sir. When people call for a Jimmy John sandwich, they want it fast. Then I'm your man, sir. How so? Because I'm fast. Fast at what? Fast at everything. Can you deliver fast? I can deliver fast. How fast? I can run at 440 and 20 Minutes? No seconds. That's fast. You deliver before? I delivered newspapers before. Were you fast? Very fast. How fast? People got tomorrow's paper today. That's fast. So do I have the job? Not so fast. How do I know you're not just some fast talker? I can get your references. When? Now. These are good references. Thank you. But at Jimmy John's, you gotta be more than fast. More than fast. You gotta be polite. Fast and polite. Fast and polite. I can do fast and polite. Okay, give me some time to think it over. Okay. Okay, I've thought it over. When can you start? Now. Now is good. What's your name, kid? Stefan Amalabadopoulos. Too long. How about Ed? That's fine. Welcome aboard, Ed. <laughs> I love it. I really love so those. Much. And there's so many bad radio ads, but yes. those are really good. And I know what you mean about it being kind of an old timey feel like that. They have that sort of mid Atlantic accent uh-huh. that's, that really signals like, you know, old timey movie. And it's really like a little play, too. Yeah. And, and yeah, I just, so I'm going to play one more for you. I mean, I think there were probably. I was going to say hundreds, maybe that's exaggerating. Dozens of these things probably created over the years, but yeah. these were the two that I found online. I think it's I think this is Ed again, but now he's got the job. Do you know how fast you were going, son? Call me Ed. Do you know how fast you were going, Ed? You mean exactly? Yes, exactly. No, not exactly. How fast? Fast. Fast, sir? You were going very fast. Fast is my job, officer. Fast is your job? Yes, sir. What kind of job? I deliver, sir. What do you deliver? The world's greatest gourmet sandwiches. I thought Jimmy John's had the world's greatest gourmet sandwiches. Jimmy John's does have the world's greatest gourmet sandwiches. So you deliver for Jimmy John's? I deliver for Jimmy John's. So do you always deliver fast? I always deliver fast. How fast? I deliver subs so fast you freak. It's not smart to freak a cop, son. You didn't order Jimmy John's sub, sir. So if I did order a Jimmy John's sub, when would I get it? Now. What if I don't want it now? Then call later. Or I could pick it up myself. Or you could pick it up yourself. Because I'm pretty fast too. I'm sure you are, sir. Very fast. I believe you, sir. Faster than you. No way, sir. Way faster. In your dreams. You dissing me, son. No, sir. I'm polite. Fast and polite. Very polite and very, very fast. Is that a challenge, son? No, sir. It's a fact. Let's burn rubber, kid. You wouldn't be fair. Why not? You've got a fully blown V8 Camaro with slicks and headers. So? I've got a 10-speed bike. <laughs> I remember that one. <laughs> that is so great. They're so, really good. Yeah, these were very fun. Yeah, those are my favorite. Now, I do still think it should be punishable by some unspecified time in prison to put a siren in a radio ad. Yes, good call. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it when I'm in a car and I hear a siren. Yeah, and you don't really need it for that either. No, I guess you don't. I mean, I guess it's it, pretty... It, it's. There are no other sound effects. It's pretty clear. You can just start with, you know why I pulled you over. Exactly. Like, we all know what that means. Exactly. Uh, Now, we mentioned early on the Micro Machines guy. Or, I mean, I I think people of my generation know him as the Micro Machines guy. His name is John Moshida, I believe. I might be mispronouncing that. Yeah, I don't think anyone knows him as that. No. Even his family calls him the Micro Machines guy. It's honestly tragic. Um, His uh, nickname is Motormouth. Motormouth John Machetta. Motormouth Machetta. Yeah. Um, and so let's start with the Micro Machines commercial. These were uh, airing all the time when I was a kid. I did not have a lot of Micro Machines. I had Matchbox cars. You had Hot Wheels. You had Matchbox. I was a Matchbox kid mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, so you had a brand loyalty. I had a lot of brand loyalties. Yeah. Interesting. Um, that and also I wasn't a Lego kid. I had lock blocks, but they were like small like Legos mm-hmm. and they had they were pretty advanced at the time. They even had like some kits that came with like little motorized things. Yes. But I, that was mostly my parents. They that's got me say, on the lock. That's a real yeah. also a has family um, move is to be like, I got you this thing that's not the brand that everyone has, but, but, but it's, it's better. better. Right. Which and sometimes it is. But then sometimes you're like, yeah, but it well, doesn't matter. All, yeah. There isn't a. um lock blocks uh amusement park Correct. in california so far as i know yeah um, they so, don't make the millennium falcon yeah, out I, of lock blocks i think uh, i, I mean, think lego Legos might was have a totally won different, the war the totally different thing when we were kids of course yeah i mean there was a lego vending machine at an airport i was at recently yeah. i don't remember if it was the seattle oh, airport or the business. cleveland airport but like you're waiting i mean that should we want to talk about that should be illegal. You're at an airport with a yeah. kid. I mean, that's, that's a cr- that's a hate so- crime against parents. <laughs> and then you have like, hey, look, I can buy Legos. They were not as expensive as I thought they were going to be. They did have some kits that were like only $20, I think. What? That's the cheapest? Yeah. I mean, do you have any idea how expensive some of these Lego kits are? I mean, I know some of them are insane, but yeah. like, I thought you were going to say 
only ten dollars. No, I, I I think I saw the cheapest was twenty dollars, maybe twenty five or something. To me, yeah. I mean, they're pretty small kits too. But yeah. yeah, you're in an airport with a kid. You're just trying to get through, and they're like, Legos, Legos, Legos. Like, and oh, now you're goodness. stuck with a bunch of GD Legos, yeah. little million tiny yeah, pieces that you got to drag through airports. <laughs> right. Like, what's the perfect toy for an airplane? Oh, a bunch of tiny, yeah. tiny little parts. God in heaven. Yeah, yeah. And what I thought was weird was one of the Lego kits. You know how they're based on movies and stuff yeah one of them was for the movie alive which just is shocking to me <laughs> i think that's especially inappropriate in an airport that's what i mean it's just yeah. like yeah, you should only have that at like a i don't know a bus terminal or something nope they have speed ones there <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyway, micro machines were little toy cars, but they were, well, they were micro. So if you had a little scale car in the size of a matchbox car or a, um, I would say matchbox cars were about the size of a matchbox. Hot Wheels cars were about the size of a Hot Wheel. <laughs> <laughs> and micro machines were micro. Yeah. And uh, they had this guy, John Machetta, a uh, motor mouth, John Machetta, um, would do these commercials. I'm just going to play one of them. Otherwise, we'll just be hearing his voice in our dreams tonight. Like, you type in speed talking commercials and uh, you get a lot of this guy. This is the Micro Machine Man presenting the most midget miniature motorcade of Micro Machine. <laughs> this one has dramatic details, terrific trim, precision paint jobs, plus incredible Micro Machine pocket play sets. There's a police station, fire station, restaurant, service station, and more. Perfect pocket portables to take any place. And there are many miniature play sets to play with, and each one comes with its own special edition Micro Machine vehicle and fun, fantastic features that miraculously move. Raise the boat lift at the airport marina, man the gun turret at the army base, clean your car at the car wash, raise the toll bridge, and these play sets fit together to form a micro machine world micro machine pocket play sets so tremendously tiny so perfectly precise so dazzlingly detailed you'll want to pocket them all micro machines and micro machine pocket play sets sold separately from galoob the smaller they are the better they are genevieve we are um 18 minutes ish into the show and i just now realized we didn't set up your little screen where you can watch these commercials with me you're just listening like the oh, listeners. Oh, I'm just listening like the listeners. I kind of <laughs> like it, honestly. I think for the speed... You didn't notice either. I didn't notice either. And I think for the speed... Oh, the first two were radio only. Yeah, that's so that, true. That's why you didn't that's notice. That's why I didn't notice. Right. And honestly, this is probably the show where the, the sounds are the most important thing. I was actually thinking about, as I was listening to this, like, it didn't occur to me that I wasn't watching it, but I was thinking, like, how effective would is this without the visuals? And actually, for how fast he's talking... It's quite effective. Yeah. It's pretty amazing how uh, intelligible it is. Yeah, right. Well, I was I was watching... able to picture what he was describing. John Machetta was at a um, some sort of a conference. And I was watching some videos. I was going to grab the audio from it, but then um, it it just didn't rise. It didn't it didn't seem worth it at the end. But he did mention that in commercials on TV, he said he said his upper limit is he can talk eleven words per second or something like that but on tv they only let them go up to six or something like because that because otherwise it has to be understandable it's completely to unintelligible exactly in fact i think micro machine 11 words a second i think that's or, what or 11 said. syllables a second maybe, maybe it was that because i mean yeah. a word is a, a word is a very fungible idea yeah no hold on now i guess i better just play this tape i gotta find this this video here and maybe i can even tell you what conference he was at if i could uh if i can track this down on the fly um Let's see here, because the other takeaway from this was he said that I don't think we'll get to this part of the tape, but um, he says also that there are a lot of fast talkers out there. But he he's like, you can have fast you can have fast talkers who act. But he wanted to be an actor who could do fast talking, I think. In other words, like he wanted to be an actor first mm -hmm. who has this particular skill as opposed to somebody who just has this particular skill. So therefore, they're putting him in on tv but he he sees himself as more than just a fast talker basically but um here i'm going to play this part where he explains how fast he can talk the difference between me what really brought, brought the fast talking that i do to prominence was the federal express commercial back in 1981 where before there had been fast talkers certainly on tv before and for as fast as i talk for tv there's quite a few people that can do that kind of stuff my record was for uh, 11 and a half words a second there you so, go. But for TV, you really only talk about six <coughs> words a second. So that's only as fat, half as fast as I can really go. And um, So I guess he was – I'm going to stop it there because he literally just loses his train of thought there. He's at a <laughs> conference, and he's answering somebody's question, and then he goes on for a while before he picks it up again. But, um, yeah, so he he was measuring it by words, whatever mm – -hmm. what, for whatever that means. Interesting. I wonder, I wonder what – 
esoteric world. I mean, that feels like a, a documentary that someone should have made in the ni- in the mid nineties, right? Like the the world of mm-hmm. speed talking. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I don't know. If now you can only make a documentary about someone who like was a big scammer or right, got exactly. scammed or something. And he was, by the way, a big scammer. He scammed himself. I'm just joking. I don't know. Um, So this next commercial here is uh, what he just mentioned, the FedEx commercials. That was kind of his big break. Or maybe there was just – there might have just been one iconic commercial. I don't know if there's more than one of these. Do you know it? I don't. Or if I – I think you'll recognize it. If I do, I don't remember it now. But, I mean – Whatever the FedEx one was, it's surely been eclipsed by the micro machines. I don't think so. I think it's a generational thing. He's a micro thing. machines machines guy. I think that's a generational thing. I think that we were kids during an era oh, okay. when he was advertising toys to kids. But mm-hmm. I think this one came first, and this was a very iconic FedEx commercial that probably people who are older than us saw this first and this okay. sticks with them um because you t- you type in like fast Any, talk anyone out there pops up all over the place 10 to 10 years or so older than us if let it write in and tell us if this is your memory of it and this is one where i'll bet you if you saw the visuals which you won't today you might even remember it better it begins with him on the phone talk he's a businessman right he's in some office he's got a phone up to his uh face and he's talking really fast and then and then suddenly you realize he's in the room with somebody who's applying for a job and he's hiring him it's it's like the jimmy johns bit right he's like then he's in a boardroom he's talking and it's always like the, he's always centered in the frame and then stuff is sort of happening around him sort of but like he's always sitting down and centered and almost like talking at the camera so again a lot of stuff i think you'll be able to pick up what's going on just by the context so again he starts on the phone then he's hiring and interviewing some kid then he's on the phone again then he's in a boardroom etc 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 okay you and his travel plans i need to be in new york on monday la on tuesday new york on wednesday la on thursday new york on friday got it got it got it so you want to work here what really makes you think you deserve a job here? well sir i think on my feet i'm good to figures and have a sharp mind excellent can you start on monday yes sir absolutely Without hesitation. Congratulations, welcome aboard. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And in conclusion, Jim, Bill, Bob, Call, Fred, Low, Dork, Eight of Ted. Business is business, and as we all know, in order to get something done, you got to do something. In order to do something, we got to get to work. So let's get to work. Thank you for taking the meeting. PD did a bang up job. I'm putting you in charge of Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. I know it's perfect, Peter. That's why I picked Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's perfect, Peter. May I call you Pete? Call me Pete. Pete. There's a Mr. Schnittler here to see you. Home to wait 15 seconds. Can you wait 15 seconds? I'll wait 15 seconds. Congratulations on your deal in Denver, Dave. I'm putting you down to deal with Dallas. Don, is it a deal? Do we have a deal? It's a deal. I got to go. I got a call coming in. Hi, Doc. Just dealt with Don. In this fast moving, high pressure, get it done yesterday world. Aren't you glad there's one company that can keep up with it all? You got a deal, good. I'm putting you down to deal with Dick. Dick, what's the deal with the deal? Are we dealing? We're dealing. Dave, it's a deal with Don, Dork, and Dick. Dork, it's a deal with Dave, Dick, and Dave. Don, it's a Dork with Dick, Dave, and Dick. Gotta go, Dave. Disconnecting. Gotta go, Dick. Disconnecting. Gotta go, Dan. Disconnecting. Federal Express. When it absolutely, positively has to be there overnight. Did any of that ring a bell to you once you heard it? No, I huh. maybe maybe vaguely. I wonder if I saw it if it would if it would really more r- trigger me trigger a memory. But what I'm what listening to it made me think of was auctioneers. Yes. Like yes. auctioneers must do, you know, they have to talk so fast. Um, and I wonder, too, about the scripting for those that uh, FedEx ad, because clearly they were very into the alliteration idea. You know, there's so much alliteration and it must have been kind of a tongue twister. In yeah, some ways. they're trying to do that. Yeah. Um, but also, I feel like there are some of the scripting is around like relies on the re- repetition of certain words. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if part of the ability to do that fast talking Mm. is you know is it easier if there is certain if there's a certain amount of repetition in the rhythm and rhythm yeah Yeah, maybe although the micro machines didn't really not really yeah i think that seemed to be kind of a bit i'm fascinated by this by this world by like this fast talking record setting like anything else you know i'm sure there's a subculture of people who train for this and and there must be a way to learn how to do it yeah somebody in at this little clip i watched of him at at the conference, somebody asked him about like Busta Rhymes. They mm-hmm. were like, you know, like a lot of rappers are doing this now, like Busta. And he's like, yeah, I actually did. Did he say he did or was going to record a rap song or something? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> what, what did Gawker used to call it? Um, Don't make that rap video. <laughs> Micro Machines guy. Mi- yeah. Micro Machines edition. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Let's leave uh, John Machetta alone for a second here and play this commercial for Minute Rice. I think I did remember this campaign once I stumbled on this on YouTube. Tonight's my turn to cook. Look what I whipped up with Minute Rice. Minute Rice Garden, Medley, Chinese Chicken, and Seafood Cacciatore. Maybe we'll move on to Mexican Beef and Minute Rice, Minute Rice and Chicken, I'm a demon. Fast, versatile Minute Rice. Then a little bit of rice, scampi, stroganoff, seafood salad, and sweet and sour chicken. Minute Rice, a million ways to serve, five minutes to fix. Now, that guy was not John Machete. He looked like, um... 
Uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Who's R- that? Rick Moranis. Yes, this character looks like Rick. Oh, he's hilarious, dog. Who is Rick <laughs> Moranis? <laughs> um, and I was like, okay, that's good. That way, this won't be the just a motor mouth John Machetta show. But then it turns out, I actually think that this Minute Rice campaign began with John Machetta doing this and then because that commercial that we just heard was I think from the 90s and here's one from the late 80s with our boy the motor mouth somebody's instant rice has been suggesting it's just as fast and reliable as minute rice don't you believe it to prove our point my wife Gladys volunteered to cook up a couple of her favorite minute rice dishes okay let's start with minute rice plain thanks Gladys not minute rice lemon chicken good minute rice oriental minute rice primavera sausage peas and minute rice minute rice with peppers minute rice beef italiano minute rice florentine minute rice shanghai beef minute rice for any fast recipe minute rice is always reliable look minute rice is light and fluffy and only five minutes Minutes. The other national instant is still soupy. You're doing fine, Gladys. Minute rice chicken garden salad, minute rice sweet and sour chicken, minute rice Spanish style, Japanese beef and minute rice chicken. Let them say what they want. There's nothing like minute rice. While that guy's sitting at the uh, kitchen table doing all that, his wife is in the background like running around making there, all these Yeah, foods. there are two things that stand out about that to me that are sort of um, that situated in time. Mm-hmm. One is that he can't make the goddamn rice. Yeah. It's got to be his <laughs> right, wife, right, of yeah. course. And that one of the recipes is like oriental chicken or something, which I think is like we used to get um, oriental flavor uh, ramen. Uh huh. Um, but then they changed it to just like soy flavor. Oh, or that is true. I yeah. think it's just sort of out of vogue. You know, it's interesting because there are still some foods that are called um, oriental on the menu. I think sometimes like an oriental salad. It's shifting, I think. I think. Yeah. 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 I'll see some. I think like an oriental. Um, like orange and sesame chicken uh, chicken salad or something yeah. you'll see on a restaurant. I'm always like, mm, should I say that? Like, do they are they switching that up to like Asian salad? I don't know. I think Chinese chicken salad is oh, kind of normal, yeah. or just you know Mandarin chicken mm-hmm. salad. Yeah. But, um, and I'm not sure. I mean, I think rugs can still yeah, be Oriental. Right. I think it's just that like, and the Orient is an idea. It's just yeah. like it, it, it's yeah. a it's a complicated uh it's a complicated word with a complicated history and. I think we're sort of feeling our way to when and where it is or isn't appropriate. So I just don't think that a modern a modern food brand would like open with that, you know. Right. Um so have you heard of this guy John Machetta? <laughs> Motormouth John Machetta. Because he was in another commercial. Now it's funny, you're watching him age in these. Oh, He's really? Youngest. He has a mustache, right? He does. Yeah, and his look doesn't really change except he becomes older. Like he's a Maybe he looks like he's playing like a, a businessman in his 30s, maybe in that FedEx one. Then the Micro Machines one came not too long after that. I don't know exactly where Minute Rice fit into all of that, but he seemed, you know, he's playing more of a, you know, middle aged guy at home or whatever. Now, this one is from 2011 and is for JetBlue. So he, you know, he looks like kind of getting close to retirement age here. He's mm-hmm. got male pattern baldness and, um, and he's sitting on an airplane in JetBlue and he's talking to the camera, but you'll hear him make a couple of jokes and then at one point he will like raise his hand for a high five to the person on his right. He's sitting in the middle seat and they ignore it. And then later on he goes to get a high five from the person on his other side and they ignore it as well. So I'm just letting you know that. So it's not confusing when he mentions it. We should do this all the time because then it forces you to explain the visuals in a way that, you know, I'm going to understand. I think we always do that. I think we try. I feel like sometimes we overexplain, frankly. <laughs> sometimes I think sometimes we do. it's just yeah. <laughs> I, you go back to the early shows, and that's this the cringiest wearing, thing. Like, I yeah. want to say it's like a salmon shirt. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm like, it's fuchsia. It's- <laughs> <laughs> I think that was something that was the hardest to get used to with this show is and I'm not saying we nail it all the time, but um I think that we used to over explain way more. Like in, I think so it, too. like back in yeah. LA in the first like few months of this show. It was really hard to Yeah, the trick is to find a description or a a reference that like colors it in quickly. Yeah. And it's not and it's not always readily available. To us. This is almost like dream talk. So I was like in my backyard, but it wasn't my backyard. It's like my, I think it was like my friend Tony's backyard. From Our friend kid. Anita told, said the funniest things in, oh, thing in text yeah. the other day. Um, she said, people's opinions are like dreams. I don't want to hear about them. <laughs> I know. It was great. <laughs> All right. So here we are. Um, Motormouth is in the middle seat, and he's talking to the camera, but then tries to get some high fives at various points from his fellow passengers. 
Hey, it's me again, the guy who can't stop, won't stop, but a comfy leather seat with lots of leg room and free direct TV, not to mention all the snacks I can eat, and boy, I can eat a lot of snacks. Let's hear it for the snacks. High five, low five, medium five, no five, doesn't matter, you can't stop me, because that's why they call me Mr. Nonstop. That's why I fly JetBlue, because they don't stop, they're nonstop to cities I do business with, like Chicago, LA, Newark, DC, Baltimore, San Fran, Vegas, Charlotte, Raleigh, Phoenix, and Buffalo. Hey, what happens in Buffalo stays in Buffalo, am I right? Up top, high five. Not a high fiver either, nobody high fives anymore. Old school. I love it, I want it, I need it. That was the flight attendant who uh, slapped, who comes in and saves the day and slaps his hand while nice. his fellow passenger doesn't want to. Um, it's a weird thing to advertise for your airline, but then to show somebody in a middle seat. Because even yes, though it doesn't bold look move. terrible here, it's not like the point isn't I'm squeezed yeah. in here, but you always look squeezed in there. You always do. And I feel like for most airlines, the commercial is always show someone in first class. Yeah. Which, of right. course, you know, nobody yeah. flies first class. Right, right, right. Or Jennifer Aniston, like, well, that's in a for shower like, on an airplane. Or, yeah, well, or, that's, what, did, not that's a shower, for, like, United but, Arab Emirates yeah. or some crazy extreme, like, I mean, yeah, it, she does have, like, her own apartment on that airplane. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, that's... That's the height, right? Yep. Like, you just don't beat that. That's just yeah. absolutely the, the height of travel. Okay, I really am leaving John Machetta um, there. That's that's what he's contributed to our advertising culture, and I would say he's contributed quite a bit. Yeah. Um, here we have a fella. This is from 1978, and he is, you know, dressed in a suit and tie, and he's up at a podium somewhere. I don't know why he's at a podium Um well, I guess he's there to introduce the new Yellow Pages, the Bell Telephone Yellow Pages for 1978. And there are so many features, Genevieve. Can you guess what he's going to have to do? He's going to have to read all of the Features names? very, very quickly. I thought he was going to have to read all the names in the phone book, but yeah. instead he's just going to like okay. list all of the features as fast as he can. Because of a certain ability I possess, I've been asked to tell you all the useful shopping information you can find in the Bell System Yellow Pages. Names, addresses, phone numbers, maps, directions, credit cards, items for sale, charge accounts, deferred payment plans, brand names, regular valet parking, custom work, machine work, quantity discounts, colors, days and hours of business, insurance, bonding, deliveries, endorsements, cash and carry, 24-hour service, estimates, illustrations, years in business, same day. When you need to know who, what, where, when, and why, let your fingers do the walking through the Bell System Yellow Pages. Thank you. I now. feel I feel like uh, like these other ones, particularly the ones with John Machetta, uh-huh. were intelligible and uh, and 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 made their pitch in a in a in a in a way that was understandable and the speed talking made sense in the context and it didn't obscure what they were selling. Uh-huh. This I feel like this this Yellow Pages features was like if I, like so many of those features that they have were just gibberish to me like i that almost was like counterproductive I, and really? then, then the slow guy comes on and says well, you need to know who what when where like yeah but that's what a phone book is like i know what a, i already knew what a phone book does if your point as an advertiser is to say this is not your father's phone book mm. this has a bunch of other junk in it like i that point was lost on me What's a phone book? <laughs> I know, right? Um, <laughs> that I would not be surprised right. to hear from a kid. That's a reference from a kid for like it was a tablet commercial, some Apple tablet, or no? Says, and hey, I... you're gonna get your computer wet. What's a computer? What's a computer? We hated that commercial. Um, that guy was also doing a lot of physical comedy there. He was like waving his arms around, making funny faces. Then yeah. at the end, Even he's more like sweaty confusing. and yeah. like kind of. It was it's... more of a comedic performance. Yeah, I guess so. And like, and I sort of because of a special ability I have sort of I guess the special ability is that he can talk fast yeah. but it sort of felt it's weird like weird writing weird huh? writing yeah. yeah now let me ask you this because I I'm just having a thought here which first of all somebody marked down the date right um when we were watching the minute rice commercial you have John Machetta but then the voice that comes in slowly like, I've heard that voice a bunch of places before. It really plants me solidly in my childhood. That's okay. sort of, ugh, like, old man friendly kind yeah. of. And I'm almost wondering, was that the same voice that was in the Bell commercial? Let's just do a little comparison here, okay? Let's see here. How how can I make this work? Recipe. Minute Rice is always reliable. Look, Minute Rice is light and fluffy in only five minutes. The other National Instant is still soupy. Now he's now, now he's got kind of this high voice, yeah. but it's like folksy, I it's think folksy. is the word I'm yeah. looking for now. Let's listen. I'm sure they were both directed to be folksy. Let's listen to this guy. When you need to know who, what, where, when, I bet you it's the same why. guy. It's not Let the same guy. Do the walking through the For one thing, it's years and years apart. 
No, uh, no, one is seventy-eight. Oh, one is eighty-nine. Yeah, you're right. So that's yeah. I mean, they. I agree with you that they they were given the same direction yeah. with their voiceover work, but and they're a type. That it's a type, but I don't think it's the same actor. Here's a commercial from I want to say the probably um, early to mid two thousands. Although I'm not sure, it's for T-Mobile and. I feel like this commercial comes close to being really good, <laughs> but it's a. I feel like they just leave something on the table. I'm not exactly sure what, but essentially, this is during the era of you're actually like paying for the amount of time you're on the phone, right? <laughs> and so people have to talk very quickly when they're on their phone. Yes, and I think because this is, it's not a night or a weekend, right? And so this is like I believe this is all the same family, and you see. Um, and they talk like auctioneers, essentially. And I thought it would be funnier if maybe, like, you make it clear that this is what a family of auction like. Yeah, that's a one of joke. the parents is right. an auctioneer for a living, so all the all the everybody in the family talks that way. I guess that's sort of implied here, but it begins with um, a woman. A the, family of auctioneers feels like the punchline to a progressive ad <laughs> yes it really does it really does so you have this woman in the kitchen she's talking on the phone to her husband her husband is doing the grocery shopping so they're doing some sort of negotiating I, I call you from the grocery store from time to time then there is their teenage son he's like done with pool practice Sorry, swimming lessons, yeah. I think, is the Your swim team. Swim team is what I was looking for there. And then we see pool practice. Their, their, uh, their daughter is at the movies. It's nighttime now, and she's trying to negotiate a, la a later uh, curfew. And then a very, very famous woman shows up at the end. And I was going to ask you to remind me of her name, but you can't see the screen. So maybe you'll recognize her voice. Maybe. Um, here, take a listen to this. I feel like I'm doing this show with one arm tied behind my back. <laughs> I know. And now get more whatever. You recognized her just by her voice. She has a very distinctive voice. She does have a distinctive voice and a distinctive look. I just couldn't place her. Did you remember her being a T-Mobile spokesperson? You know, now that you say that, I think she was uh, did do a, a real stint as their spokeswoman. Huh. Yeah. I also think this was specifically during the era where you and I did not have TV. Yeah, if, the, if I'm right that this is early 2000s, not that you wouldn't have maybe seen it elsewhere, but me personally, I missed out on just big chunks of, yeah. of commercials during that time in the in the 2000s when uh, we were living in New Hampshire and we just watched like the same Arrested Development or no no I'm sorry um Strangers with Candy DVDs over and over and over again and then we'd wake up we'd fall asleep in front of the TV right and then we would wake up do 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 <laughs> the like the probably five seconds of music that just played over and over yes. again. Yes. Um, in fact... <laughs> it's really engraved on my brain. It, 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 does it sound uh, a little something like this? <laughs> yeah. This was it. This was... Just over and yeah. over, endlessly. This was the DVD hold screen yes. for Strangers with Candy. I found the loop recently, and I was like, yes, this is, I can't tell you how many times I woke up probably still drunk or just turning turning the corner into a hangover on a Saturday around 3 in the morning and waking up and realizing that we have been sleeping and listening to this yes. just for hours. Sorry, everybody. I just happened to have that on my computer because I was reminiscing I with somebody else about that, that recently. Just on hand. Uh, yeah, I found it somewhere recently. I, I don't know if I was reminiscing with somebody or I was trying to explain to them a joke I made. And, you know, they always say that's the best way to explain jokes. Um, yeah. When you're explaining, you're losing. All right. You know, I don't know if I want to play these last two. No. All right. Well, here's one more. There has not been enough uh, female representation on the show, I think. Um, yeah, it's pretty much so... just me. 
<laughs> um, so I, I met in the commercial. I met in the commercials. All right. <laughs> this is a commercial for Dan, and I actually think the more interesting course, thing about this, of course, if we're gonna get some yeah, ladies, it's for yogurt. It's gonna be for yogurt. Exactly. Remember that show? No, but then, no, no. It's not just for yogurt. It's for kids yogurt, oh, which has right. a bunch of candy shit sprinkled on it, and she's the mom. Do you remember that show? I know you do. Uh, Info Mania. Oh yeah, and um, it was like Target Women was one yeah. of their segments. Yeah, what was the name of the comedian? Her name who was hosted... Sarah something. I can picture her. Wellesley grad, right? I think she went to Harvard, but I, oh, she like she right. like knew some of my friends. Right, right, in right. College, um, and she she did Target Women, which was a really mm-hmm. funny bit, uh, like segment about how ads target women. Yeah, and there was a really funny one about how all the yogurt ads target women. Yes, I'm finding one here. I want to see if I can find this on the fly because I. I I'm finding one of her bits here, but I can't tell. Uh, oh, my God. It's so on target for the type of things that we talk about on this show because, yeah, she was basically. She's a huge talent. I don't know what she's doing right now, but she's very funny. And she specifically talked about the way, you know, in every one of these segments, the through line was how we advertise to women, right? It wasn't. Right. Oh, here it is. I found the actual bit. I would love to play. Now, the whole thing is three minutes long. I don't know how much of this will play but um, or if it'll work. As an audio, as an audio only thing. But here, let me uh, let me go back here. Hit play. Hey, why am I holding all this yogurt? Because I'm a woman, and yogurt is the official food of women. <laughs> Thanks. Just turn on your TV, day and night, but mostly day, unless you're watching Lifetime. There's gonna be some ladies just chilling out and eating some yogurt and appealing to our inner woman to get us to do it too. This is good. No, this is really good. This is like private island good. No, this is like long massage good. First kiss good. Shoe shopping good. Say more stuff I generically relate to than go to a wedding. This is like <laughs> cute best man good. No, this is like burning this dress good. Never having to stand in line at the ladies' room good. Not catching the bouquet good. It's who serves yogurt at their wedding good. <laughs> it's like human experience good. It's being first woman president good. Eat it. Oh, do oh Hillary. You don't even you don't even know what happened. Anyway, I won't was, keep playing with the audio. What's that actress's name? Good. Didn't you say didn't you just say it isn't it Haskins? Sarah Haskins. Yeah, I, right. I thought you just said that. I knew it was Sarah something. Oh, okay. Maybe name. I saw it somewhere as I was Googling this because I don't think I pulled that from my memory. But um oh, thank you for reminding me of that. She uh. was so good. It's who eats yogurt at a wedding good. Who serves yogurt at their <laughs> wedding? <laughs> And there's also a visual joke there as they're showing all these women being women and eating their yogurt and talking about yogurt. They superimpose her, like mocking them in, <laughs> in a really janky way. Infomania was such a gem. It was really, really good. And uh, it was on some sort of an early. Um, yeah. It, it was. A, was it on TV or was it one of those early web only shows? I think it might have. Either. Oh, current TV. Current TV. That's I'm right. At it, this it was now. a short-lived from 2007 to 2010. Yeah. Um, but I think Target a colleague of mine actually worked on current TV. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thanks for the memories, Eve. Um, okay, so um, this is for Dan and Yogurt, but a specific product called Danimals. Now, the idea of yogurt and kids came up the other day. Now, I want to be very clear here. I'm not judging anybody. I'm not a parent. I don't know what goes into raising kids, what's good for them, what's bad. I assume knives are good. I can tell you it's a lot of yogurt. Yogurt is good. But, um, you know, there's yogurt that's good for you, and then there's just, like, stuff that's basically candy. And that's what this is. Like, they're little cups of yogurt, but then they're at, it's called Danimals. And then there's, like, <laughs> there's sprinkles, like ice cream sprinkles sure. you can put on it or chocolate chips. And then the kids yeah. get to put that you're on rap- the yogurt you're themselves. You're rapidly decreasing the nutritional value of the yogurt. or You're certainly uh, adulterating it. Exactly. Now, I would like to make very clear here, because, again, I, I wanted to point that out, but I also don't want to sound judgy. I am a kid who we grew up eating, like, uh, granola bars, but then eventually those granola bars became kudos bars, right. which were granola bars dipped in chocolate yeah. and probably had chocolate chips in them. It's like, well, what the hell was I eating? Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not. I'm That's not a called a candy bar. Yeah, exactly, with a little bit of grain in there. But anyway, this um, 
commercial begins with these two kids. They're being rambunctious. They're running around the house throwing pillows. I don't know. And then the mom starts talking really fast to try to get them to calm down and eat some high, high sugar content yogurt. <laughs> okay, it's time to do your homework. Stop dilly-dallying. Jada, I don't care who hit you first. What are you eating today? Just wipe your nose, wash your hands. Is anyone listening? Hello? You can't always be a fun mom, but sometimes you can. Anyone want snacks? I do, I do. Nothing calms kids down like a belly full of sugar. Exactly. Here, I do. I do want to. I. I do want to go back though and play what these toppings are. Things they'll love, like crunchy grams, new sprinkles, and new chocolate candies, all mixed with nutritious yogurt. Seriously, delicious fun for everyone. Okay, who wants the one with sprinkles? Going once, going twice. Sold. Animals. It's a weird commercial. The end. Like at first, she's just a fast-talking mom, but then at the end, she becomes an auctioneer. Which I guess she's just goofing with her kids, but. From a commercial perspective, I feel like it's a little confused. Yes. I don't know. Um, And then we will end on this one, which is my second to least favorite of the batch. This is for a um, pizza chain called CeCe's. Yeah, I've heard of CeCe's. You know CeCe's? Yeah, I don't think Where are they, do you think? Uh, Where are CeCe's? Are they in California? Um, I've certainly heard of CC's, but it's never been a chain that I had easy access to. So I don't know what their pizza is like. I don't know if this is their main thing or just the thing that they're advertising here. They have 299 locations in the United States. Like, can you get one more? Not to be totally Mr. Monk about this. But yeah, like, not to be totally Mr. Monk about this. You but have to, 299 but to, but locations. CC's. You are the... That's Open the, one more. This is the wildest... Open a window, like a pizza window somewhere. This is the Monk thing you have ever done. And I recently unwrapped <laughs> all of our silverware that you had packed up that was, by the way, made of metal... To be clear, like regular silverware, it was all rubber banded to each. The forks, the knives, the spoons were all rubber banded tightly together. Yeah, so they'd sit together. And then they were rolled up in packing tissue. Because I was putting them in a ceramic mug. I didn't want them clanking all around the mug. They just needed to be thrown in a plastic bag or rolled up all together in a piece of tissue and put in a box. You are somebody who Andrew, I it, opened a box and I ended up repacking it where you literally took a drawer and clearly just upended it and turned it upside down and yeah, emptied the stuff. Yeah, that shit would have gotten moved just as well I, as I, anything else. I created double the space in that box by taking things out and packing it in a way that oh, they is, fit. Is that what rubber banding a bunch of knives that together? Was, these are different boxes that we're talking yeah, about here. But you literally took a drawer of a whole bunch of kitchen utensils and just turned it upside down into a box <laughs> and taped it up. Like, Yeah, I think keeping spoons and forks together is less crazy than what you did. All you need to do is wrap it up in, a tissue, in some tissue. Anyway, we are the odd couple. So do you want to know where all the CC's locations are? <laughs> yeah, I don't. They're sprinkled around the country. I just did this recently on TVTL with uh, Boston Market. I heard that episode. <laughs> but it looks like the vast majority of these are in Texas, 137 oh, okay. of them, which actually that's not technically the majority, but that's where the- It's the plurality. The plurality are. 137 are in Texas. Then you have like a dozen in Alabama- about a dozen in North Carolina and then and then just kind of sprinkled around the country. I don't Oh, they do have 3 in Ohio, so maybe I could have gone to one. I was starting to say before that um uh I don't know if their main thing is that they're a pizza buffet. Oh. But that's definitely what this commercial is advertising. I think that may that maybe is what sort of sets them apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you pizza are Pizza buffet are two words that filled me with Oh, I'm so glad you said joy because I was going to say like that sounds like a great idea, yeah. especially if you had a family. Like you, and you can try I want to all go the to there. Yeah, I know buffets have fallen out of favor in a post-COVID era, but they kind of fell out of favor in a pre-COVID era too. I guess frankly. so, but you know what? I'm a belly up at that pizza buffet. There are none in Washington State. Mm. There are none in Oregon. There are none in California. So none of our um. Uh, the us West Coast, Coast liberal elites. Yeah. No pizza buffets. I'm trying to figure out what the closest one is. There's uh, There are three in Colorado. Is that the closest to us right now? All right. Road trip. Yeah. 
holy moly, there are, I think Colorado is as close as we get. There are 11 in Georgia. If we, if, if we visit your family anytime soon, we could have some CC's pizza. How, how do you think the family like that? We go on a CC's pizza trip together? Uh, like, nope. Like, yeah, they, my family would definitely like that. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. All right, sounds good. We got it locked in. And there's three in Ohio, too. So <laughs> Is it I in Atlanta or do we have to go to, like, some godforsaken Macon, Georgia or something? <laughs> well, first of all, no disrespect to our Macon listeners. Um, you're making it work. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Here are the 11CC's Pizza locations in um, Georgia. You got Athens, Georgia. Okay. That's a fun place, Yeah, that's right? a fun town. You got that's... the B-52s. You got REM. UGA, you got a college. Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, um, you got Roswell. That's basically where my my folks live. Yeah, you got Decatur. Yep. Yep. Okay, so these are Atlanta, you know, locations. Yeah. Cartersville, Columbus. Uh, Peachtree Corners. Yeah, that's not as great as it sounds. Okay, I like peaches. I like trees. All right. Anyway, this is a CC's commercial. I've dragged this on too much. Um, this commercial annoys me for a lot of different reasons. It's only fifteen seconds long, and the bit is. We don't have much time to get it in, so we hired an auctioneer to talk quickly, except before they get to the auctioneer, they spend, and I'm counting it here, six of the 15 seconds setting up the joke with a slow-talking person. Okay. Like, you should have just had the auctioneer say, we don't have much time, we only have 15 we seconds. All, like, yeah, we all know um, what auctioneers sound like. And also, listen to this closely, because I don't think he's talking that quickly. He's just adding little sounds and syllables here and there yes. to make it sound like he's saying more words than he actually is. But he's actually talking at kind of a... I realize that I'm talking really fast today. That's I think what it's from this thing is these, making yeah. us do. I, I'm yeah. having to, like deliberately consciously slow myself down yeah. because I listening to these makes me want to speed up and I, I'm guilty of that anyway I've heard people say especially with me and Hannah because we're both fast talkers yeah. and people have said like I've tried to listen to your show I listen to other podcasts at like one and a half speeds or something like you cannot listen to Andrew and Hannah like that I don't know just... how people do that I once accidentally got my thing my mm -hmm. my podcast settings on one and a half speed and I felt like I was going crazy. I, I've i inched it up a little bit on some things where I'm trying to power through like a whole bunch of Dan Lebetard stuff. And I mm. feel like I don't want to miss out. But, you know, I know some of it's just going to be fart jokes. It doesn't have to be like super, super great. It just doesn't. It's a bad experience for yeah. me. Whatever I'm listening to, I don't like hearing it that way. Anyway, speaking of bad experiences, listen to the CC's commercial. <laughs> now has 15 different pizzas starting at $5.99, but with only 15 seconds to talk about it, we brought in Fast Talking Tom. Dan, Dan, roll around and give it a whirl of 15 different pizzas. Cheesy pizza, spicy pizzas, anybody would get a little zesty pizza, veggie pizza, you tell me, anybody would get back in almost 15 different types of pizza. I swear he was just going in between some words well, there. Well, this is our, I think, our lack of knowledge about how auctioneers do their do their biz. Mm. Like, we need, a, we need to get, a, what's his butt, your old colleague, Tom uh, no, oh, oh uh, um, John Curley. John Curley, yeah. I mean, because he did auctioneer. That's something right? that a lot. Yeah, right? and I think he was pretty good at it. But that's also a lot of things that I, I think, like a lot of. I don't know if it's just the station I worked at, or if it's a common thing for commercial radio people and, to do these like auctioning gigs because G. Scott not, used to do he's it. He's not really like out there auctioning off like cattle heads of cattle and whatnot. Right. I think a lot. Of, I think Luke Burbank. You know, our buddy Luke used to do them every mm -hmm. now and then because it's like you're you're more like emceeing MC. sort of yeah. and it's usually and I, we, at, a, I, at a expensive for, like fundraiser you know or i work on a non I work with a non-profit and we do an auction every year for our big fundraiser we hire an auctioneer but he's not he's not it's not like that like yeah. it's not it's not like trying to like auction off farm equipment or right, whatever like right. it's more like entertaining the crowd and mm -hmm. getting getting the bids to go up and like you know exhorting everybody to like support this great cause so yeah. it's yeah totally he different. starts with some really filthy jokes oh yeah it's usually filthy. it's blue yeah like they say in that progressive you know, commercial <laughs> blue <laughs> oh no you know what i just learned what there was one cc's in west virginia but when i clicked on it it's closed. There are so no more. 98. Oh, my gosh. We got to open two CC's pizzas. Let's oh do that. So let's become franchisees. I will not do that. We have. We are very house poor right now. There is no franchise money left in the bank. But wouldn't it be cool if we were franchise poor? <laughs> <laughs> 
We live in like the most pro mask county in America, and we're like opening a pizza buffet. 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 Exactly. A food you eat with your hands and scoop out of a communal bin. It's funny. There have been times where I've felt nostalgic for a buffet, and I've wanted to go to a buffet around here, but the only buffets around here are seafood or fish buffets, which to me, that's... A ba- I'm not a big fish person And anyway. don't, don't sleep on a waffle topping buffet at your favorite restaurant. Um, huh? Yeah, waffle you know. Waffle topping buffet? Yeah. what's sound like me. Portage Bay, which makes you so mad because it's, oh, like so, it's so brunchy. It's kind of brunchy. Oh, I, I couldn't tell if you were being sarcastic about my favorite. No, yeah. you don't care for it. Um, but they do a waffle topping buffet. Ah, I see. That's a little bit different, though. That's kind of like a Bloody Mary buffet. Like, they serve you the main thing, and you can just top it how you want. Like, there are times where I am legit nostalgic for, like, an old country buffet-style thing. There was this salad bar at this restaurant in Hanover, New Hampshire, that I would go to for lunch sometimes. They had the best chicken sandwich that I've ever had in my life. It's called EBA's, Everything But Anchovies. It it remains, to this day, the world's greatest chicken sandwich. And they also had an incredible... Incredible salad bar. Technically, we already played the ad council music, so I'm going to barrel forward here. We were barrel, talking barrel away. Speaking of barrels, let's talk about <laughs> barrels of oil. I'm you're really on top of the segways today. Segways today. Um, we talked about a commercial that we hated last week that seems so like manipulative uh, about um, the importance of petroleum. Right? Yes. Isn't that what it was? Yeah, it was like oil and gas. And if you didn't have oil and gas, like your whole life would suck because as you everything you do from putting petroleum jelly in your hair to Contact lenses, contact lenses to swiping left on your phone because yeah. your phone wouldn't exist. Everything's without made it. of plastic or so whatever. They show this scenario of this young couple going on their first date after matching online, and then they redo it and be like, "What would what would this look like? Yeah, if there was no petroleum in the products, it what if creates? George Bailey never struck oil? So it looks like uh, we got some emails about that, or at least yeah. One. So I was pretty annoyed by it because I just saw it in the wild. I had never seen it before. And it was, and I should mention it's for energy transfer, which I incorrectly identified as like an industry group i thought it was uh, like a, the oil and gas council uh-huh. they're actually an, a company of their own and they're like the sort of a giant oil and gas transport company so they're like oh, building pipelines okay. through okay. no doubt fragile wildernesses sure. and whatnot people love pipelines uh, that's one thing i've learned one thing that everyone can agree on is pipelines are great pipelines 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 <laughs> uh anyway this is from nate nate writes it's my first time writing into the show I just had to weigh in on this extortion ad from the <laughs> petrol cap- cabal. I remember seeing this commercial several months ago, uh, if not a year ago. It was around the time I started listening to your podcast because I remember thinking if there was ever a weighty discussion to be had about ads and propaganda and subliminal influence and slick messaging in the wrong hands, this was it. And then when the months passed and it went unremarked upon, I figured, yeah, this is a fun show. Well, okay. Uh, <laughs> and talking about this petroleum ad would be a pretty harsh come down. But <laughs> thank you, Genevieve, Captain for being a down. real bummer <laughs> for catching it and knowing what a disgusting display of not even attempted influence, but I feel like intimidation, like be a real shame if something should happen to your sneakers and your phone, and your little date night, too. If you just even consider even moderately sensible energy alternatives and go after our subsidies. It's almost like they could draw a through line from fossil fuels to the plastic items you might have for your baby. And the tagline would be, you don't hate children, do you? <laughs> I actually like the, it's so the gross. ellipse place. place <laughs> here. You don't hate children, do, do you? you? <laughs> <laughs> this is a great note, Nate. Thank anyway, you. Nate, you couldn't be more right. And, and you are absolutely right. It what, it did feel like a shakedown. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a real shame if something, something were to happened happen to, to your date night. Your sweet, sweet oil pipeline. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> um, that well, was to energy transfer. Okay. Obviously. Now, what is Glenn weighing in on here? Glenn, uh, Glenn uh, has called something. You know how we like really blew it on the Super Bowl this year? You mean on the, well, specifically the McDonald's ad or everything? Or the, you're thinking of the Wendy's ad. Or the Wendy's ad that used. Well, but we had a couple that were just like, we were just like stupid about, mm-hmm. right? Like we missed, we missed out the, we missed the point of the Wendy's ad. We or was it Taco Bell? We missed the point of the Taco Bell. Oh ad. yeah, okay. We missed the point, sort of missed the whole thing with like the Ewan McGregor travel ad, which is making fun of all the other kinds of ads. Uh huh. And like his the reference to his travel show, 
And we had another big miss, which I'm really glad Glenn called to our attention because uh, it's very on theme for us to be totally out to lunch on this. Now, was this another Super Bowl ad that we're wrong about? Yeah. Or that we're not wrong about that we just missed the reference? We missed the reference. Oh, okay. It what is. is it? It's Cutwater Spirits. They did an ad called Here's to the Lazy Ones where they like celebrated people being lazy, like yeah, coming up yeah. with life hacks to get their their drink to them faster and and it was like because it was a canned cocktail rather than like mixing and making your own special cocktail I remember there's like a woman sitting on a porch but it's like winter time and like the ice cubes are all the way across so she just like uses an icicle right or somebody like attaches a a, like a skateboard to a string to like get something over to to get a cooler over to them or putting a using your Roomba to deliver you beer just shows people being very lazy while sipping these things yes um, and so he's, as Glenn says, this is a direct ripoff, um, I would say probably homage, uh, of Apple's iconic 1997 Here's to the Crazy Ones ad, which I do vaguely remember now. I was, you know, I wasn't, I was, you know, oh, yeah. a young adult almost at that point. I was out of high school. Yeah. It was narrated by Richard Dreyfus, and it kicked off their Think Different campaign. I wonder if this was also a Super Bowl commercial. It might have been, yeah. I mean, it was a big, it was like pretty iconic. And it was also all black and white. And it was all about celebrating these unconventional geniuses. It starts with, I, I'm scrubbing through. You yeah. see Einstein, you see MLK, you see John Lennon, I think. People who were called crazy in their time, but uh-huh. like changed the world. Muhammad so, Ali is in here, I'm yes. looking. Yes, yes, yes. So of course it is. Although Here's I would say the, lazy ones. the visuals of the Cutwater ad do not particularly echo these visuals well they're kind they're, of black and white are, is it black and yeah, white yeah yeah oh, i was just I, looking at it yeah I, it's so I'm, clearly look at look at these i'm, I'm scrubbing i can't through look them, at them Andrew. oh <laughs> I, you didn't give me my screen i don't have my screen yeah no they are they're they're black and so white. it's exactly the, the same yeah. thing can i take a listen to this apple one play the, I a, play I, the apple oh. this is the 30 second one i didn't okay. include the 60 second yes here's to the crazy ones yes the rebels there's problem dylan mlk the ones who see things differently while some may see them as the crazy ones we see genius because the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do Think different, and that kicked off the Think Different yes. campaign. So let's huh? just can we hear the Cutwater ad just to see yeah. how how closely it was mapped to that? Yes, definitely. And the visuals are, even though they're not for famous people, for a show about commercials, we are so ignorant. You know, Genevieve, for me, it's really about the asides. Here's <laughs> to the lazy ones, the renegades, the outliers, the unsung geniuses, the ones who live life differently, working smarter not harder you can make fun of them or ignore them but the one thing you can't do is disagree with them because they reach better results with less effort it would have been so great if they could have gotten Dreyfus for this I was just thinking like it's the the difference in the voiceover kind of is a, a fly in the ointment there yeah yeah but but, but obviously you know it's so clear now that that is a complete parody of that old ad. And I am glad that Glenn pointed it out. Wow. We really, you're right. (laughs) But it is absolutely perfect that we had yet another miss. Now here we are almost April still finding out about (laughs) the things we missed in the Super Bowl ads. It's jingle time. Andrew and Genevieve. This is Anna in Greenwood, uh, neighborhood of Seattle. And just the whole American beer thing on the 333 show, um, you know, you were talking about, oh, it was late 70s, it was 79 commercial, and they brought up the American. And the first thing that jumped to mind was the mid-80s Miller beer commercial. And it went, um, Miller's made the American way. Born and brewed in the USA, just as proud as the people who are drinking it today. Miller's made the American way. So there was that. So maybe they were really 79, pushed off the big, let's be American beer people. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's all. Love the show. Bye. 
Do you remember the name of that beer we were talking about? It was a beer with a German name, and at some point they started inserting the word American in their tagline, very obviously. Lowenbrow, I want to say. Yeah, I think you're yeah. right. Yeah. Um, by the way, Anna, beautiful voice, Great. speaking and singing beautiful voice, Great I would say. Great rendition, beautiful voice. And I, I, I did not remember this Miller beer ad. I was a little young to be probably have seen it a lot when I was when it was uh, new but she did a great job singing um singing that jingle and this is a long version of that ad mm-hmm. so there's like a bunch of stuff at the beginning about like all these things that are trying to be like that they're trying to identify as like you know specifically or characteristically american it begins literally with amber waves of green yes. and then a wild <laughs> river and then you start seeing it's like I a think- bunch of people doing like quintessentially American thing. I see football players. They might be Cleveland Browns, but I don't think so. <laughs> it looks like uh, airplane pilots, a, a guy in a big cowboy hat, an American city. I want to hear this. The audio will do a lot of the work. I yeah. actually do remember. Um, I do remember that do song. You? Yeah, let's take a listen. Where I come from, folks stand proud and tall. They'll look you right in the eye. A place where pride is worth a whole lot more than money can buy. Where people care about their family. Where laughter's sincere. Where your word is your word. A friend's a friend and Miller's the beer. Miller's made the American way. Born and brewed in the USA. Miller contains no additives, no preservatives. Miller beer, purity you can see, quality you can taste. Miller's made the American way. That's a weirdly compelling. That commercial yeah. just made me a, a, a fraction more conservative than I, I was 10 agree. minutes ago. <laughs> I want to hate it. I want to be like, this jingoistic mess. I but it's th- so compelling. Do you think that also has something to do with the fact that this is 1985? This is the heart of our childhood. Yeah, and so some maybe there. you and I, like, all of the shit we were fed. <laughs> I mean, it was an easier way yeah. to go through life sure. to think that, yeah. I mean, you know, just to... American exceptionalism is a very powerful yeah, myth. Yeah, exactly. And then you, you see this reinforcing and in this era, although it does begin with like where I'm from, people stand up tall and look you in the eye and I'm like, oh, I wouldn't do very well there. <laughs> <laughs> Eye contact is not a strength. Like, what would my song be? Here in Seattle, we look down and mumble and <laughs> kick in our shoes and mumble something about somebody being problematic. <laughs> you can't sell anything. You can sell anything. Anyway, that was our fast-talking show. In fact, I do think there was a lot of fast-talking in the show, and it wasn't just the commercials. Yeah, so. I, I think we did get a little bit speedy there, so sorry about that. Sorry about that. Now you... Um, oh, wait, you still you can see the script in front of you. I was going to test you on the phone number. Yeah, I can see the number, but it's 607-444-5597. Call us. Sing us a jingle. We love it so much, and there are some... There are countless jingles that I know that you all remember that we have not heard on this show please please uh, bring them to our attention 607-444-5597 don't be intimidated by Anna's perfect voicemail don't be you don't have to yeah. be perfect like Anna yes but it helps it does help <laughs> we're not gonna be mad if you're perfect like Anna anyway I can't choose between our listeners if you can't like my mom if used you to cannot say, sing us as jingle please email us at after these messages show at gmail.com or visit us on the Facebook group that's right all right everybody fun show we will talk to you next week oh dip is he's once again back again with the caravan of Manchester from Pakistan Karachi posse's out